Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Welcome to Mind, Body, and Business, a podcast that explores topics, perspectives, and actionable insight for a strong mind and healthy body, along with empowering conversations to help you handle your business. I'm your host, Maria Moore, and in this episode, we're going to be talking about how small changes can lead to big results. This is the Mind, Body, and Business Podcast. And I am feeling so good and so grateful to be with you for another episode of the Mind, Body, and Business podcast. Very productive week for me. And you know I like to start things off with the Mind, Body, and Business check-in. But before I do that, can I say thank you to everyone who has been rating this podcast and reviewing this podcast on Apple. Oh my gosh, we had such a huge boost in listenership really high up on the charts number one for black fitness all because of amazing listeners like you so i have a few shout outs if you don't mind lula lucy mag she said i heard you on a local radio station this week i love your podcast you are so on point i am looking forward to listening to more episodes you touch on topics i'm familiar with and it's awesome to hear it from a new voice Another listener, LaChelsea King, said, I just learned of this podcast from our pastor's wife, Lady Amanda Marcus. Thank you, Lady Amanda. She said, the first episode I've listened to, I learned what FUPA really means. I got quite a few DMs and comments about that. Not everyone knew what FUPA means. And if you haven't heard that episode, it's a couple of spots back. Really great information there. She said, thank you for not just talking, but also teaching on your platform. So I appreciate the ratings and reviews because it means a lot. And when you share the podcast and what you're learning and how it makes you feel with other people. Um, It not only helps with our listenership and the ability to secure partnerships with great companies, uh, but it also impacts more lives. So I want to say thank you so much. And please keep those ratings, reviews, engagements on social media at MBB pod going because it really does make a difference. Now I'm going to backtrack a little bit because I did say I'm going to start with the mind, body and business check-in, but I actually want to answer this week's tell me more question. It was so good. And it is a question that I get quite often. You know, a lot of folks are really frustrated about riding the weight loss roller coaster. Um, I don't know about you, but I've experienced this waves of feeling really motivated, disciplined, eating a salad, running the miles. And then, you know, you taking a nap right after eating a slice of cheesecake. So if you are tired of going up and down and you're trying to figure out how to establish some consistency, some balance on your fitness journey, I think you're going to really appreciate this question that was sent in. It comes from Nicole who lives in Maryland. She sent this question in 
via DMs at MBBPod on Instagram. She said, hi, Maria. I'm a 43-year-old wife and mom of three. I run my own business and stay busy with my family. I'm writing because I need your advice on how to stop regaining weight. I successfully lost more than 30 pounds three times between my late 30s and early 40s, but it seems like I always end up back at square one. She goes on to say, it is hard to eat healthy, quote unquote, every day, and I'm not able to exercise as much as I'd like to. I know that getting in shape is important for me and my family. I also know what it takes to lose weight. I just want to stop having to start over again and again. I'm committed to getting back on track. What are my next steps? Nicole, I really appreciate this question, and I'm sure a lot of our podcast listeners do. As someone who has coached thousands of women, I have seen my clients go through these cycles. I have coached women who have lost up to 100 pounds with me, and they were like, all right, deuces, coach, I got this. And then a couple of months later, they came back, and they're like, oh, my goodness, I'm gaining weight again. What should I do? I've even gone through this myself. I understand how you feel, and I also understand how hard it is to get back on track, not just physically, but also emotionally, because there's a lot of regret. There's a lot of uh, sometimes shame and embarrassment because, you know, people have seen you lose weight and then you're going back out in public. Um, It doesn't feel good to try to put on a pair of pants or a tank top and it doesn't fit like it used to when you were at the size of that peak weight loss. So the way you feel is valid and you are not the only person who has felt this way. Let me give you some advice for getting back on track. The first thing I want you to do is to really embrace a mindset shift, shifting your mind and your attitude about what it means to be fit and how to live a sustainable, healthy lifestyle. And so what I mean by that is most of the time when folks start a diet or they try to incorporate a lifestyle change, it's not really a lifestyle change. Most folks go to it with the mindset that, okay, well, I'm trying to lose 30 pounds, so I'm going to do these things up until this date. They don't look at it like, oh my gosh, this is my new forever. I don't eat fried foods all the time, and I exercise daily. Water is my primary drink choice. I don't go about my day with only four hours of sleep. Those are all things, just a few of the things um, to think about as you begin your fitness journey and also wrapping your mind around the fact that some things that you're doing need to be permanent changes. That doesn't necessarily mean that you stop having the foods that you enjoy or you don't take a break from exercise, but it's really going into it with an understanding that you are embracing a new lifestyle and you're not going back. Folks say don't burn a bridge, but if the bridge leads to bad decisions, you need to burn that thing down. So, Nicole, I encourage you to take a paced approach. Allow yourself to learn what it means to be a fit and healthy person. So I'm going to give you this analogy. Um, Maybe about eight years ago, I finally decided as a grown woman, I need to learn how to swim. Okay. Um, now, and I'm not saying that I know how to swim. I just know how to not drown. I am still working on that. But about eight years ago, I decided I am going to take swim lessons because it is a life skill. And, you know, me and my husband, we like to go on vacations. I want to scuba dive. I want to go in the water and not feel afraid. And so I took these lessons, but I didn't just jump into the deep water. You know, I joke around and I say, when I was learning how to swim, I went into that water looking like an astronaut. Okay. I had on goggles. I had the flippers on my feet. I had a little paddle board. I had a shark fin on my back. I'm just joking, but I I was really like 
layered up in the water. I had all of these protections. And, um, you know, when I started to learn how to swim, I stayed in water that I could stand up in. I came up for air more often than people who would swim a full lap would. I used the equipment to help me become confident in the water. And then as I became more confident, I gradually took what I call my comfort equipment away. And I think that people need to take the same approach when it comes to lifestyle changes. Because we go into weight loss and trying to transform our bodies with way more confidence than we should have, okay? You'd be like, uh, eating some salad, drinking some water, and exercising. How hard can it be? But you might mess around and hurt yourself because weight loss really does require you to embrace a new mindset. And you have to do it in phases if you want it to last. You know, one time me and my workout partner, we were doing our heavy squats. And, you know, we're two women who are fit and we exercise often. So we worked our way up to a pretty heavy weight on our squats. And we just finished our last set and we were racking up everything and we were getting ready to take, you know, the heavy uh, plates off of the bar. And this guy comes up, you know, he sees two women over there or whatever. And he's like, nah, nah, you don't have to take it off. I'm good. But the guy just walked in the gym. He didn't even warm up. But he said, you know what? Y'all lifted that weight. I'm just going to go ahead and squat that weight for my warm up. Long story short, the guy gets up under the bar, turns red. His whole body was shaking like booty meat. Okay. So me and my homegirl, we had to get on each side of the bar and help this guy. You know, and just because you see something that looks easy, it doesn't mean that it is. And you might mess around and hurt yourself, not physically, but you might hurt your feelings. You might start a fitness program and not be able to make the changes and then you'll feel defeated and not try again. So you want to work your way up to it. People that you see who are fit, that exercise all the time and eat healthy regularly, they had to work up to that lifestyle. Some started at a very early age and some didn't embrace a lifestyle until they were adults. So take it in phases. Really look at this phased approach as a warm-up. You know, going back to the guy who tried to get under the bar with the heavy weight. Had he warmed up, he probably wouldn't have had an issue lifting that weight. But going straight in without getting your body prepared for the workout to come. You know, getting your mind and body prepared for the big lifestyle change that's coming. Especially if you're the type that's always in the drive through line always drinking sodas, sitting down on the couch, watching TV all day, barely active, you know, it's it's going to be a challenge and it's something that you have to warm up to. The same goes for people who have lost weight and gained it back and are starting all over again. You have to be willing to go slow to get the gains at last instead of going fast and watching all of your progress evaporate before your eyes. So let's talk about the first phase. Number one, focusing first on your portions. See, we hear so much about, okay, well, if you eat less calories than what you burn, then you'll lose weight. And that's true, but you don't want to eat those huge meals at one time. Why? Because it creates a pattern and it can lead to digestive issues. It can impact your energy levels throughout the day, depending on what time you had that meal. And simply focusing on your portions, making sure that you're not overeating during your main meals, your breakfast, lunch, and dinner, because it's easy to. You add the extra sauce, you have a little extra piece of bread, and you do that with every meal. And by the time you look up, you're giving your body way more food than it needs. So folks who are overwhelmed or not quite ready to do the food prep, 
I tell them to focus on portion sizes. This is a very important instinct that you're going to have to carry with you after you reach your fitness goal. You're going to have to pay attention to the signals that your body is giving you. When your stomach is saying, uncle, ain't no more room, you got to stop eating. And also controlling your portions is a really great way to enjoy delicious meals that may not necessarily be on the healthy side uh, and to also practice some self-control. I've shared this in the podcast before, but I like to remind people in as many episodes as possible is that when I go out to eat, most restaurant meals are 1,000 calories or more. Let's be honest. They are stacking on the sauce. They're giving you all the extra rice. The food is going to the edges of the plate, okay? So when I order my meal, I ask the waiter or the waitress to bring a to-go box with the meal. And I put half of that meal in the to-go box and I only eat half at the restaurant. So this makes sure that I'm not eating too much in one sitting and it gives me a treat meal to enjoy later in the day. And I don't have to pay more money for a nice meal because I got two in one. And don't get me started on those date nights with my husband. Oh, I'm ordering the big meal and I'm saving half for later. Coworker treating me out to lunch or dinner. Oh, I'm saving half the meal and I'm eating it later. It is a win-win all the time. You learn your body's cues when it's telling you that you're full. You understand how to give your body what it needs. You are practicing discipline and you're setting yourself up for the opportunity to enjoy another treat meal later. So really focus on those portions. Don't just eat your food, taste your food. Pay attention to your body. Our bodies speak to us in so many ways. Our stomach gives us signals when we're full. Our brain gives us signs that we need to lay down when we get a headache. Sometimes your back or your shoulders are trying to give you signs. Man, you need some ice or you need to stretch. So really pay attention to the signals, especially when it comes to your food. So number one, Nicole, focus on your portion sizes. No big meals. And this is an ongoing mindset that you need to embrace. Now, once you get those portion sizes under control, then I want you to focus on, okay, what is going to be my one healthy meal of the day? And you do that consistently for two to three weeks. And then you add in two healthy meals for the day. Then you get strategic about your treat meals. Let me have my treat meals around my most active hours of the day. If I'm going to have a treat meal on the weekend, let me talk to my spouse or, you know, my kids. If we're going out and we're going to hit up a restaurant, let's do breakfast or lunch instead of dinner because dinner is so close to bedtime. You see what I'm saying, Nicole? It doesn't have to be extreme. So that's the first thing in phase one. The second thing is supplements. Now, I am not a physician, so this is just my personal experience, and these are all things that you can buy from the grocery store. They are not sold on the black market. They are not steroids, okay? These are all things that you can buy at your local grocery store, but definitely talk to your doctor about these things first. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, Ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation.
Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. You should be taking a multivitamin because you are in the first phase and you have not incorporated those healthy meals that are prepped once or twice a week yet. You need to make sure that your body is getting the micronutrients that it needs and you can get that through a supplement, okay? Now, definitely try to eat as many nutrient-dense foods as you can throughout the day, but that multivitamin is going to help you out a lot. Again, talk to your doctor about which one may be best for you. And the other supplement I would encourage you to add is a probiotic because our stomachs, our guts are the second brain, okay? And you want healthy bacteria in your gut. So find you a probiotic, a good probiotic. They have so many. Most probiotic doses range from 1 to 10 billion CFUs. If you take it once or twice a day, but again, talk to your doctor about how much you need. Probiotics are really great for gut health. And I found that uh, certain brands can help you go to the bathroom, help with that regularity. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, Ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. And also if you're having any digestive issues, but again, it depends on the brand and it is a conversation to have with your doctor. And if you talk to your doctor like, hey, you know, this is how I'm feeling. Your doctor may recommend like a B vitamin supplement to help you with uh, your energy or they can tell you what fruits and vegetables to incorporate in your diet if you're feeling sluggish throughout the day. But if you start with a couple of simple supplements that you are taking consistently every day, making them part of your routine. So when you have breakfast, that supplement bottle is there with your water reminding you to take it. That is a great way to develop a long-term habit that is going to make your fitness journey more sustainable. The third thing, and um, you know, I would say exercise, run, go to the gym. And if you can do that, yes, do it. But in this first phase, I recommend that you stretch your body. Um, some people in their late 20s and their 30s are already experiencing very tight joints because when you're not physically active, that's what can happen to your body. You lose muscle mass. You're not as energized because exercise gives you a boost of energy. You need energy to get that boost of energy and it benefits you hours and even sometimes days after your fitness routine. But in order to exercise effectively, you need to make sure that your joints 
are not tight, you need to make sure that you have good range of motion. So Nicole, in this first phase, I want you to make sure that you're taking eight to 12 minutes to stretch in the morning from head to toe and eight to 12 minutes to stretch head to toe before you go to bed at night. So this first phase, Nicole, I want you to do these things consistently. And they may seem real basic, real elementary, like, oh, I need to do more. You may feel anxious to get back to the size that you were before you gain the weight back. But I want you to take an approach that is going to set you up to not only achieve the results, but to sustain those results without a whole lot of stress, without a whole lot of overwhelm. Because the more you practice something, the more you get good at it. So I think what I'll do in the next episode is provide a phase two. But for phase one, you're focusing on portions, supplements, and stretching. All right, Nicole, thank you so much for this question. Please keep me updated. Remember, I have a seven-day Jumpstart Fitness Plan on my website. Okay, if you go to mariamore.com, M-A-R-I-A-M-O-R-E, and click on Empowered Fitness, join my newsletter, and you'll automatically get that seven-day Jumpstart Plan. So after you work on this first phase, you can try those meals, those exercise routines in that plan and see how well they work out for you. Thanks again for this question. As always, if you have a tell me more, help me out, Maria, for your mind, body, and business. It doesn't necessarily have to be fitness. We can talk about finances. We can talk about business. We can talk about self-improvement things outside of exercise and diet, I welcome all the questions, all right? Just don't get too personal. Uh, Hit me up with a DM at MBBpod on Instagram. That's MBBpod. All right, so now that we are this deep in the podcast, let's go ahead and do this mind, body, and business check-in. Never too late, right? And so if you're new to the podcast or in OG, you know we like to do this once a week. Check in with yourself. How is your mind, body, and business doing? You know, you may only need to address one area or all three, but it's always great to visit how you are doing on a weekly basis so that any problems that need to be addressed don't linger for weeks, days, and months ahead. So for me, for my mind, Mother's Day, Day was last Sunday and instead of asking for a shopping spree or a day at the spa I asked my entire family my husband and my kids let's bunker down and get this house organized because I believe that an organized house is the gift that keeps on giving when that laundry room is organized and the refrigerator is super clean and the closet is looking good and you know everything is where it's supposed to be and I'm really big on determining the source of your stress and for me I get really stressed out when I'm trying to find something that I need and I cannot find it. So organization has been at the top of my priority list. That's why I put it like for my mind, because being organized gives me mental clarity. It gives me peace and it helps me focus on the important areas of my life. So um, got one phase of the organization down and my family made me feel absolutely amazing. In addition to helping get in the house clean and organized, we went and had brunch. I got gifts from all of my kids. It was just really awesome. So that was a great mental boost for me. For my body, I am doing a lot of what I told Nicole to do inside of today's um, uh, Tell Me More segment. I am stretching. I am focusing on my supplements. And the third thing that I'm doing for my body is getting back into a good nighttime routine. With me having to get up at 4, 4.30 a.m. every weekday morning, 
rest has to be a priority because what's been happening is, is I haven't been getting at least six to seven hours of sleep. And when I get home, I said, well, I'm just going to take a little nap. You know, I get off the air at uh, 10 a.m. from the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. And I said, well, when I get home, you know, I'm going to lay down and take a little 20 minute nap. And then I'm going to get up and get some other things done. And I end up laying down for like two hours. I call it a Jesus nap. It's like you don't wake up until Jesus tell you to because my body is just like, no, ma'am, stay right there. But what happens is, is that nap makes me groggy and it takes me so much time to wind back up again. So I feel like I end up losing my entire day by the time I wake up from that nap. It's time to do the kid pick up and get ready for dinner. And I look up and it's already the evening. So prioritizing my rest is not only going to help me with uh, getting more things done during the day and being organized and energized. It's also going to help me inside of my business. And let's talk about my business, not necessarily my LLC, but the business of my finances and getting things in order and setting new goals. You know, I scream from the rooftops. I am debt free. You know, I uh, started my business while working a full-time job, and that was the key in me being aggressive with paying off debt. So um, after paying off my credit cards and my student loans and my car note and my previous home, I was like, okay, well, now what? Um, but what I have found that's been happening is I've been more loose with my spending. I haven't created a budget or been intentional about, well, what is the next phase for me? I shared in the previous episode that I'm really thinking about what my life is going to look like in retirement, where I'm not working, quote unquote, as much. Now, I think I'll always do something that I enjoy that generates an income for me, but I want to fully control how much time I dedicate to that. And setting myself up to live that life and to control how much time I spend uh, dedicated to making an income uh, is going to be determined by the choices that I make for my money right now. So I have set new financial goals and I am going to challenge myself. So I'm not going to do this <laughs> until after July. So beginning in August, I'm going to go on a three month financial fast and I am going to live solely off of my entrepreneurial income. So only the money from my business is not associated with my employment with the radio station. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I appreciate that income and I love that job. But I want to be aggressive about saving and investing over the next three months. And I want to see what it feels like to uh, rely 100% on myself to have the discipline and the focus and the drive to be dedicated to my business, to make sure that sales and revenue was flowing as it should. And I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. I'm going to eat out less. I am going to create a budget and very specific financial goals, both personally and professionally. So were those some thought starters for you? What are you doing for your mind, body, and business? One exercise that I love and I've shared on this uh, podcast before is what would your ideal life look like? Think about that. Don't, you know, type it out in a note on your phone. Get a nice little journal notebook. I have a ton of them. I'm the type that goes out to the stores and sees a cute notebook and says, I have to have it. So I have tons of them laying around. But I have my favorite notebook where I just jot down my dreams, positive things, um, stuff that I want to achieve, uh, places I want to go, things I want to experience. And I write them down and I look at it and I feel it, you know, what would your ideal life look like? 
Would it be working four hours a day? Would it be spending more time with your kids? Would it be traveling? Would it be owning your own business? Would it be being in the best shape of your life? Write it down. Look at it. And think about the steps that you need to take to get there. There's so much power in writing things down. I have the saying that when it's written, it becomes real. That's why I write down my goals, how much money I want to make, the places I want to go, the people I want to meet. I write it down and I look at it. I visualize it. And I believe wholeheartedly that it is going to happen for me. So hopefully if you felt like you didn't have a mind, body and business check in These are some thought starters for you. What do you want to happen for your mind, body, and business? What are your dreams? What are your goals? What's causing you to doubt your ability to make it happen? And how can you address that? Invest in yourself. Know that you are worth it. Make changes in your life because you love yourself. You love your body. You love the potential of what can happen in your future. Despite the distractions that we see in this world and all of the darkness and the bad things that are happening, I still move with an attitude of optimism. I still move with the attitude that a higher power is working for all of us. And I hope that you move with that same belief. So check in with yourself. What are you doing for your mind, body, and business? And you know, I am your MBB bestie. So if you want to share it with me, shoot me a DM. Or if you're comfortable letting everybody else know your business, post a comment at MBB pod on Instagram. Now, before I wrap up this episode, I want to leave you with some actionable insight. And this is for anyone listening who might be overwhelmed, or maybe you are in your stage one or two or three or four and you're looking at someone at stage 20, and you're like, oh my gosh, when am I going to get there? Um, I thought about this in the moment when I was talking about paying off my debt and building wealth and investing and things like that. And I remember when I was deep in debt, and I would hear people talk like this. They had rental properties or a big balance in their 401k, how they were business owners or even really healthy people before I got into fitness, I would look at these people and think to myself, how will I ever be there? There's a woman that I really admire. Her name is Amy Porterfield. And during the pandemic, I took one of her courses on digital marketing, you know, developing a presence and a brand on social media and stuff like that. And she helped me with a whole lot of stuff, you know, building my fitness brand and being able to secure clients from across the country, clients who eventually became my friends, my sisters. And one thing that she said that really resonated with me was, um, you know, when you're feeling overwhelmed, just focus on one thing. And whenever someone asks me, you know, how did you do it? How did you get out of debt? How did you get in shape? Only focusing on one thing at a time was really what got me to where I am today. And a lot of people worry so much about time. You know, they want to know, how long did it take you to lose weight? How long did it take for you to get out of debt? How long did it take for you to develop that kind of balance uh, with investments and stuff like that? But here's the thing. The time that you waste on taking shortcuts is the time you could have invested into being better, into improving yourself both personally and professionally. There really are no shortcuts. And those people that achieve success very quickly are part of a very small minority. There's timing. I got my first house in 2008 when the economy was really bad and they were trying to get rid of houses. And I got the house that I'm in now, you know, at the beginning of the pandemic and when 
interest rates were really low. So it's really not fair to compare your situation to someone else's because there's so many circumstances. The best thing you can do for yourself is focus on you. Set goals that are aligned with your beliefs, your morals, your purpose, your passion, and take it one thing at a time. So I'll give you an example. When I started my business, which turned into a multiple six-figure business as a solopreneur, I knew I wanted to do a fitness program. I wasn't exactly sure about all of the pieces that needed to come together to make it happen. But I was like, you know what? I'm just going to start with what I have. What's one thing that I can do? There was a newsletter service at the time that had a free membership option with so many subscriptions. So I used that to communicate with the people who participated in my program. And I built my program from there and I added one thing at a time. When I was working on losing weight after my third pregnancy, because 10 years went by between my second and third child. So after my third pregnancy, when I started my postpartum weight loss journey, I was really overwhelmed because, you know, if you don't have a child, uh, you know, after you have a baby, there's just a lot of the skin and just fat all around you. And it's just, you're tired all the time. And you're like, oh, when am I going to have the energy to exercise? Like, how am I going to do this? But again, I was like one thing at a time. I lived near a trail and I said, I'm, I'm just going to walk every day. And then the next week I was like, well, I've been walking every day, been doing good at that. Now I'm just going to limit everything I drink to only water. And so I was walking and then I added drinking water. And then I said, okay, well, I'm going to do at least one fitness class at the gym per week. In addition to, you know, my daily walks that I was going on. And over time, in about three months, I had lost 30 pounds. Um, I was just doing one thing at a time. It's one thing at a time when it comes to your finances, one bill at a time, one prepared meal at a time, one good night of rest at a time. And when you stay consistent doing those single things, they add up and you develop these great habits. And then you eventually see the fruit of all of your good choices. If you are working towards something and you feel overwhelmed, take it one thing at a time. So my one, two, three actionable insight, I want you to think about one thing that you can do for your mind this week, one thing that you can do for your body, and one thing that you can do for your business. And when I say business, not necessarily, you know, a little company that you own. It could be your finances. It could be career development at your job. Whatever you define as handling your business. Choose one thing that you can do every day to improve in the three pillars of this podcast and see how you feel after doing that consistently for a week. All right, that's a wrap for this episode of Mind, Body, and Business. Hey, please give us a follow on Instagram and Facebook at Pod. I would also appreciate a rating or review or both on Apple Podcasts. Remember, new episodes drop every Wednesday. As always, I enjoyed this time with you. Truly appreciate your ear and look forward to another empowering conversation on the next episode. Take care. Mind, Body, and Business with Maria Moore is an Urban One Incorporated Reach Media production hosted by me, Maria Moore. Follow me at Maria Moore, M-A-R-I-A-M-O-R-E on all socials. Executive produced by Maria Moore, Senior Director of Podcast Operation, DeAndre Smith, Supervisory Producer, Colby Kolb-Tyner, Director of Sales and Corporate Partnerships, Michelle Marino, Integrated Marketing and Partnerships, Lori Flowers, Laura Lopez, and Brittany Jackson, Digital Marketing, Walter Gaynor, J.R. Davis, and Tim Hall. Music produced by Jamal J. Smith. 
Thank you for listening to the Mind, Body, and Business Podcast with Maria Moore.